Then I said, Ah, Lord God, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a boy. Please be seated. About 12 bucks later, I was knee-deep into putting together my family tree. I was curious, I had always been curious about my family history and wanted to deep dive into it. And if you have ever subscribed to an online genealogy service, the information there is impressive. Before you know it, you know who your sixth great-grandmother was. You'll find a picture of them, too. And then you start to find out some of the good stuff, the family secrets. Maybe your great-grandfather was married once before marrying your great-grandmother, and uh, no one wants to talk about that. There it is. Family history is important. It helps paint a picture of one's past. It can be life-giving or heartbreaking. It can be sad, and it certainly can be funny, especially years later. Our lectionary reading today from Jeremiah cuts off Jeremiah's genealogy. So, his family line is actually the first thing we are told about this prophet, not the pericope that we read today. And I believe that this is a significant detail to mention. It tells us that God has been working in Jeremiah's life before Jeremiah was even born. We then get to our pericope uh, this morning, and we get this back and forth between God and Jeremiah God establishes in our recorded dialogue that God has always known Jeremiah. It is essential, I think, to read this as saying God has always worked in Jeremiah's life, even in his lineage. God knows Jeremiah intimately and has entrusted him to speak on God's behalf to God's people. Jeremiah has a little something to say about that, though. He tells God he is just a boy and can't speak. God quips back to Jeremiah and says, don't say that you are just a boy. You know that I know you, he seems to say. I have a specific task to set before you. Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about what to say. I've, I've got you. God then gives him his commission, his assignment, an assignment that would carry Jeremiah through a kingdom upheaval and chaos. What is remarkable, though, about this story is that Jeremiah's first response to God is, I'm just a boy. A line I wonder if Jeremiah had heard from his family maybe his friend, a line that he might have heard again and again and again already in his young life. 
a line is used to break down the size one's or put one in one's place. A line that is said to someone so they know they don't meet one's expectation. A line that says who you are, who you really are, your authentic self isn't good enough. I going to make the safe assumption that we've all had these lines thrown at us at some point in our life. You're too young. You're eccentric or too much of a character. You're too gay. You have too much baggage. Damaged goods. Too old. All are thrown at you to discount who you really are. And I think Jeremiah was repeating what he heard others say about him. As quickly as those words, though, had left Jeremiah's mouth, God responded back Don't say, I'm just a boy. Don't say what others have told you. Being young is exactly who you are right now. Being young is who I need you to be. Being young is your authentic self. God seemingly is saying, I need you to be you. What others think is a weakness or inhibition is precisely what I need, and it's your strength. The God who has known you needs you to be nothing more and nothing less than who you exactly are. God did not ask Jeremiah to be less or something different. God isn't asking you or me to be less than who we are. God is asking us to show up as ourselves. Our collect for today talks about the church's unity so that God's power might show up through this unified body. I want to invite you to consider the first step that we do to make this prayer come true is to show up as authentically as we can. And it's not an easy task. We carry with us the baggage of others' thoughts. We carry societal expectations of who we should be or shouldn't be. And God isn't in the business of pristine facades. God is in the business of rugged, cut stone, splattered with mud and muck. God is in the business of perfecting humanity, not destroying it or covering it up. Unity cannot be achieved by false pretense, by living into something that, we, that one is not. When we accept who we are and allow others to be exactly who they are, we can begin the real work of being united. When we create this space for you and me to be exactly who we are, the world will once again catch 
fire with love. The kingdom of heaven can be made here on earth if only we choose to step forward as our whole self and not be made hide or cover it up. You, you, no matter who you are, are wonderfully made. Old, young, baggage, no baggage. Gay, straight, brown, brown skin, Latino, Scandinavian, rich, poor, or whatever you may find yourself to be. Your companion has always been a God who loves every single bit of you. And so my question for you today is this. What would it take to let it go? Let go of societal expectation, the voices that tell you that you are not enough. What would it take to let all of that God is waiting for you to show up. And you're invited this morning to meet him at this table. So come to the table, all of you, just as you are. Nothing more and nothing less. Meet the God who has always known you, who has always loved you. Amen.